episode 182 of the ANUS podcast, a digest on anarchist activities, ideas, and conversations from the previous week on anarchistnews.org. We hope it's useful to and fun for anarchists and the anarcho-curious. Give us feedback and constructive criticism by email at podcast at anarchistnews.org for more information and usually at least some good commentary. See you at your favorite non-sectarian anarchist site with commentary, anarchistnews.org. What's new this week? In the Navajo Nation, Anarchism Has Indigenous Roots, from anarchistagency.com. This story about a Diné-based info shop that is distributing food to one of the hardest hit populations by COVID is just what one would expect from agency, a feel-good story about a downtrodden group working together to solve problems in the face of state opposition. That said, it is good to hear that people are coming together to stay alive and help each other. Can I be cynical and uplifted at the same time? Life is full of contradictions. Quote, as the Navajo government tried to control the spread of the outbreak, it instituted curfews and stay-at-home orders that likely saved lives, but made it more difficult for families to travel to one of the reservation's 13 grocery stores. Mutual aid groups acquired essential worker passes to distribute food after curfew, but Baje said organizers still faced pushback from the government. We were harassed on multiple occasions by Navajo police pulling us over and telling us that our letters and our badges weren't valid, Baje said. In one instance, the police officer, she sent us home and we had a van full of food. Speaking about the impacts of the pandemic and rapid growth of mutual aid groups across the country, Benali noted, every time capitalism fails, we land on socialism, we land on anarchism to take care of us, unquote. Solidarity is not censored. Freedom for Carla from Contra.info translated by Anarchist News. This is an update about the trial of Carla Tabu. Arrested in July 2020 after 18 months underground for allegedly making bombs. This update doesn't have a ton of information, but does include her address. She speaks both Italian and French. Unclear if she speaks English. More information, people! And write an anarchist prisoner today! Write to Maria Rabkova from Anarchist Black Cross Belarus. Anon comes through with a more informative article in the comments about the situation of Rabkova. Quote, the observatory has been informed by reliable sources about the arbitrary arrest and judicial harassment of Ms. Maria, a.k.a. Marfa, Rabkova, coordinator of volunteer services at the Human Rights Center, Viazna, who notably participated in documenting evidence of torture and other inhuman treatment of detained participants in the recent post-election demonstrations in Belarus, unquote. Again, letters from outside are usually the strongest specific support we can give to prisoners, so write her. In this case, it's probably less significant that she can read them than that the prison officials see that people are paying attention. The resistance group fires on a district court from Anarchist Fighter. Speaking of Belarus and solidarity, a communique. A group called the resistance fires shots into a district court in the ongoing battle against Lukashenko and his police junta. Quote, we declare that if mass repressions and forceful breaking up of demonstrations continues, our group will do everything we can so that not all of those helmed bastards with batons will live to see the trial." Unquote. Anarchist Book Fair Madrid, December 4th through 6th, from Contra Info, translated by Anarchist News. The 18th annual Madrid Anarchist Book Fair is happening in flesh space. I went to the link provided to see if my Spanish was up to translating the descriptions of any of the presentations, but the site was down. Fingers crossed that that is not a bad sign. Scriptimanent Trial Call for Initiatives from Evasioni.info, translated by Act for Freedom Now. Translation is hard, folks. One assumes, based on the rest of the story, that the word initiatives in the headline means actions or protests. Quote, operation after operation, trial after trial, 
the state is sharpening the judicial instruments for criminalizing anarchist and revolutionary actions to strike struggles, suffocate solidarity, worsen prisoners' isolation. On the one side, the state and capital, with the discrimination, repression, exploitation, wars, and massacres they are responsible for every day. On the other, different practices and instruments to put in question, disrupt, attack the roles and structures responsible for all this. We are proud to have chosen where we stand, proud to struggle, unquote. So if you're in the area, go to the scheduled solidarity events listed. And if you're not in the area, make your own solidarity events. Show some initiative. Zines and the importance of spreading ideas from It's Going Down. We are clearly not the audience for this article on the benefits of zine making and proliferating and a list of do's and don'ts. I definitely wonder how this reads to someone in their 20s or younger, given a generational shift in reading for pleasure. That question, however, is aside from the apologist politics expressed in this advice, which was adequately and amusingly called out by Anon in the comments. Referencing two linked zines to start people out, quote, I hope you all like these two pamphlets. They are some of the best intro material I could conjure. Note that neither of them mention anarchism by name. That's on purpose. When you do this kind of thing, explicitly promoting anarchy, anarchism tends to be much more difficult. I guess people just think of the Joker or whatever. Component parts of anarchism, such as anti-racism, freedom, equality, labor rights, feminism, and so on, are much more popular. Use this, unquote. Not sure how making something easy is the point here. In defense of Black Bloc at NYC protests from Abolition Media Worldwide. At an NYC march, Black Blockers are harassed by frightened liberals who film them and provide the information to the police. Quote, on the ground, protesters raised four concerns about Black Bloc's participation. One, violence. Two, risk to other protesters of arrest or police violence. Three, whiteness. Four, <laughs> negative media coverage. While these activists acted in bad faith by physically and verbally attacking the Bloc and placing protesters in danger by filming them, these strategic questions should be considered in good faith as we collectively oppose white supremacy, policing, and prisons." Unquote. This article then goes through those four points systematically, using language and concepts that are not offensive to anarchists and, perhaps by definition, will probably not be convincing to the marchers who provided information to the police, but then what would? This piece could work for those precious swing voters, though. Blockade against logging in Vancouver from its going down. Quote, we invite others to expand the struggle against logging in Tree Farm License 46 along insurrectionary lines. The proposal is simple informal organization, unmitigated hostility, and refusal to negotiate with the state or industry. This can be as simple as getting together with friends and creatively finding ways to throw sand in the cogs of industrial logging. In this case, for us, it was establishing a temporary blockade. We did this because it was fun and easy, and we had no interest in getting caught or waiting to be arrested. We can act alone or in groups. The goal is one of direct action, to stop logging from happening, not politely ask that it stop. The more action is decentralized, the more uncontrollable it will become. And since the powers that be are incapable of controlling the entire area, it may be possible to bring the clear cuts to an end. Worst case scenario, we simply have some fun along the way and cause them to think twice next time. Friends from afar can contribute to the struggle by visiting Teal Jones's offices, mills, and other operations in various locations." Unquote. This piece ends on a note that working with others is complicated, and we're always ultimately reliant on our own values, even when working in solidarity with others. Considerations from and for the anarchic combat from Contra Info by Francisco Salar. 
This is a reflection on militant action by anarchists, what clandestinity has to offer and what it costs, with some historical reference that is marred somewhat by confusing or mistranslation. Quote, in a city which is monitored almost entirely by systems that are perfected daily, any mistake in execution comes at a very high cost, and if the perpetrators are already known to the police, then their capture becomes imminent. This, for example, is what happened to the comrades Alfredo Caspiro and Niccolo Guy when they shot the nuclear businessmen at Anelfi. Clandestinity would reduce the surveillance's effectiveness, in a way, as, by the time the doers are identified, they would already be in the shadows, conspiring for their next attack. The permanent police surveillance the known enemies to the power are under would cease to be effective, and this, clearly, is another advantage of the underground that allows for far more mobility. The capacity for action of any kind is enormously limited when there are multiple eyes policing you, and even more so if the sporadic blows become frequent. Hence, life in clandestinity would make it easier to carry out a practice of systematical attacks and the building of complicities, since all political endeavor would be almost entirely devoted to conspiring and executing." Unquote. This thread has a longer and more engaged exchange between Anons than usual, which I enjoy. A Raging Heart from SupportEricKing.org Quote, It's about how I'm feeling, both physically and emotionally. The rage comes not only from the violence itself, but also their refusal to acknowledge their role in it. This annoying indoctrination where authority convinces us that we did these things to ourselves. Every time the head cracking is brought up, someone will say, You should have kicked him. Or, Well, you weren't innocent as if I slammed my own head into the ground. Not a single admin said it was wrong or fucked up, though a few good guards have. I didn't break my own laws. I didn't build my own prisons. I didn't attack myself in a fucking closet. There is no criminal thinking. There is a strong will and a raging heart and maybe a miscalculating brain. They do this shit, baby, convincing us that all punishment is our own doing. We do it to ourselves. We are infanticized when whipped for throwing tantrums. We are infanticized, then whipped for throwing tantrums. We aren't allowed to be adults, but we are disciplined with grown-up punishment. This mind game that most people buy into, I am bad, I do bad, I need to adapt and be better, that is sickening, isn't it? My accountability isn't to you and only for the purpose of getting to you. At no point do I ever want to be seen as adapting or adjusted to prison. That is a twisted game." Unquote. Paul Swain's son from seanswain.noblogs.org. Sean Swain's dad died. He was the good guy. Family members dying when you can't get to them or be with them sucks. Prison sucks. Sean's a good writer. Crying is tiresome. Let's move on. My Pestiferous Life, Claudio Lavazza from Compass Editions. This is one of two books offered by European anarchist publisher Compass Editions, which doesn't provide information about itself as a project, but so far offers three illegalist titles. This book joins many Elephant Editions titles, as well as Freedom My Dream by Enrico Aragoni, in detailing biographies of anarchists who never gave up. May we all join them. Quote, during the 70s in Italy, he participated in the struggle against state and capital, arms in hand. Contrary to the grave diggers of subversion, after this experience, he never traded his desire to overthrow the existent for a political career. He never resigned, nor sought refuge in any state which could have granted him a controlled freedom. He kept fighting against winds and tides." Unquote. Anarchists detained for making anti-militarist statements from Freedom News UK, next in our installment of people who should get international letters of support. Quote, On the morning of September 27th, a decades-long conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan over Nagorno-Karabakh flared up again, seeing dozens killed. 
While the governments of both countries compete on jingoistic patriotic statements, Ibrahim has become known for his anti-war posts. He said that many Azerbaijanis condemned him online, telling him that they were losing respect for him because of such statements. An activist for the Azerbaijani civil movement, Naida, told OC Media website that Ibrahimov was perhaps the only person to openly criticize the recent war online. They just came to his apartment and said that someone was complaining about his Facebook posts. His mother also wrote about it on Facebook. This is really very bad because now he is completely alone and people are posting comments like, yes, he deserves it. He must be killed. This is complete nonsense, unquote. Bombs for Confindustria, Brescia, and prison guards from the Italian site roundrobin.info, a communique. Quote, we sent two parcel bombs to the president of Confindustria, Brescia, Giuseppe Passini and Sape of Modena. We hit the unions of the bosses and their minions. We hit the corporate and prison slaughterers in the first days of the proclamation of the state of emergency. In front of the images of the bodies taken away by military means, we understood your death, my death. Capitalism is a rotting corpse. Let's bury it. No faith in investigations, but nihilistic revenge against master politicians and minions. No judgment can stop the informal anarchist federation. We have not forgotten the action of our brother Mikhail Zovitsky. Beyond the generations of virtual alienation, Mikhail is the youth of the world. This action is dedicated to him." Unquote. Statement on Fifth Trial of Revolutionary Struggle from Mpolothia an awkwardly translated statement of support and information about the trial that has started in response to the attempted jailbreak organized by the kick-ass Pol Rupa in February 2016. Remember February 2016? Quote, The attempted escape of Nikos Meziotis and other detainees organized in February 2016 by Pol Rupa is a top action of resistance and solidarity with rich moral content and high values. It is not only the selfless pursuit of an action that could cost the very life of the comrade who emits powerful symbolism and messages, but also the very way she organized it." Unquote. Rich moral content, people. Powerful symbolism omitted. I know, I know, translation is hard. Why Anarchism is Dangerous from Anarchist Agency by Dana Ward and Paul Messerschmidt-Glavin. Social anarchists attempt to turn the language of danger against the statists. Woo-hoo. Quote, Grotesque caricatures of anarchism have always been used by politicians to frighten citizens and justify the murder, beating, deportation, and jailing of anarchists, many of them recent immigrants, whose only crime was belief in the possibility of a better world. How ironic, then, that it is anarchists who are perceived as violent, when in fact the vast majority of violence has been perpetrated by those working for capitalists in the state. Anarchism today is much changed from its 19th century origins, when they bombed things. <clears throat> excuse me, but the core principles remain the same and can be seen in action on the streets and in work going on in the neighborhoods of cities and towns, large and small, unquote. This is the latest chapter in the social anarchist saga about innocent, cuddly, road-repairing anarchists. In other news, Dana Ward still sucks. What's so bad about Anarchy Anyway? From MSM Slate by Joshua Keating, presumably no relation. Part two of the everyone pay attention to anarchism because Trump this is the most sympathetic, but that doesn't mean much. Dude talks to James C. Scott, an anthropologist who has written a variety of texts on stateless and destated people, but is not an anarchist. Quote, question, is there a way to rehabilitate anarchism for the general public? Answer, I guess one reason why you called me is the way in which anarchism has just become an insult to hurl, and it's actually quite effective. 
it's not as if I imagine I'm going to take the rest of the American public to a little seminar for three hours and convince them that anarchism isn't such a bad thing, even if there's more of an appetite now. It's a little like the process by which Eastern European command economies gave socialism a bad name, and then it became an insult. In fact, much of what the public would like to have happen in public life, in terms of legislation and security and so on, has historically gone under the name of socialism. And yet, when you call it socialism, it implies that thought control and a command economy and everybody telling you what to do. Whereas capitalism still has a relatively good name, to the point where Elizabeth Warren calls herself a capitalist, unquote. <laughs> this piece is more about Scott than about understanding anarchists, but that's okay. I'd rather some people not know more about anarchists anyway, right? People don't need permission to feed each other from Inhabit by Benito Brava, a study of communal kitchens in Chile that have started as a response to food shortages and economic crisis. Not to be too harsh, mostly this reads like an informative student paper on what is happening around the country with some mildly condescending theory thrown in more or less at the end. Quote, through these seemingly contradictory alliances, participants realize the irrelevance of their opposed political ideologies and break pre-established forms of political conflicts over resources. Amid uncertainty and the lingering desire for the return to a fictive normalcy, autonomous relief initiatives create forms in which inhabitants can reimagine long-held assumptions of power and authority as their initiatives expand within their territories." Unquote. <laughs> the truth about today's anarchists from the motherfucking New York Times by Ferris Stockman. Using the extremely old tactic continually relied on by politicians and journalists, this article poses the iconic black activist against the presumed white anarchist doing a pretty piss poor job of pretending to be even informed, much less neutral. This article does the whole, why are they burdened up their old neighborhoods thing and blaming activists for police activity you know, we don't trust journalists for a reason, right? Right? The truth about the truth about today's anarchists from CrimeThink. Responding to the above piece by Stockman in the New York Times, CrimeThink, which is implicated in the New York Times article, here attempts to A, correct a bad faith, badly sourced, you know, mainstream article, B, out the author's terrible efforts relying on information from a known conspiracy theorist, and C, correct the impression of anarchists as society-destroying bomb throwers. One of those things is not like the others, right? Anyway, as one of the more cogent Anon comments states, the NY Times article could have stood on its own, as it will attract the right people and turn off the right people. CrimeThink, rather than accepting that, has attempted a classic linear rebuttal, twice as long as the original article, and almost entirely defensive. Unfortunate, not surprising. Gender and Classes from incendo.noblogs.org. This is an English translation of an article that got a lot of attention in 2012 France. Unclear why exactly it's being brought to our attention now, except that maybe some folks have more time to do translation? It uses some words I haven't seen before, which is saying something. Not sure how I feel about sexuation, for example. Quote, With the revolution sexuation... With the revolution sex... With the revolution, sexuation... You have to leave that in. <laughs> ...and genders will in fact have been abolished by the immediately social individuals. But communism will not, of course, abolish the distinction between who carries the children and who does not carry them. However, pregnancy is not a natural phenomenon. It is socially organized differently according to the epochs, societies, and regions. Today, this implies the constitution of the women's group and male dominance. The way in which the organization of pregnancy during communization will be treated 
and resolve is crucial and very problematic. Maternity and motherhood are one of the questions on which the abolition of genders, therefore communization, risks stumbling." Unquote. This was written by communists, and the comment thread attached is pretty on point. Backwoods 3, call for submissions, from Anon. Darn, I thought they'd be about ready to put out Backwoods 3 by now, but this seems to be a call for submissions for it, which of course means that it's at least months away. This announcement does say that they're changing their format to be longer and sporadic, only putting out new issues when they're happy with the content that they have. Probably the best way to do periodicals, although it definitely limits the kind of impact that a publication will have. Yep, if you ever want to chat with someone about the benefits of consistency versus content happiness, you know who to talk to. Quote, we have decided going forward to make issues themed though with multidimensional topics that can be interpreted or engaged with in a variety of ways. For this volume, we are exploring new discourses on voluntary servitude. Any serious political radical must consider and revisit the question of how and why the many are so consistently, and sometimes seemingly irrevocably, dominated by the few. Most people in small and large ways act against their own interests in order to benefit their ruling power elite, who tend to treat them with disinterest at best, and often with open contempt or even predation. While every state in history has relied on the use and threat of force, including truly horrific forms of force, the fact remains that every state ultimately depends on a high level of compliance, be it enthusiastic, reluctant but resigned, or bamboozled, from its host population. At the same time, every ruling elite wishing to stay in power must neutralize and recuperate rebellious elements by misdirecting them or appealing to their dominating instincts to make them share in, rather than abolish, the dominator hierarchies." Unquote. Cue people trying to figure out how to pronounce Boise. Audio and video, Fifth Estate Live with Rich Dana. An hour from Fifth Estate Live, Robix interviews writer and publisher Rich Dana, who I've never heard of, but apparently runs something called Obsolete Press, which put out Anarcho SF, The Obsolete Press, a regular anthology of anarchist science fiction. Rovix and Dana managed to not talk about that book or anarchy, instead choosing Good to Lord. focus on science fiction broadly, analog versus digital, and the death of a certain form of farmer populism in Iowa because apparently that's relevant. Dear God. So not really any anarchy, but it did get me to start watching <laughs> Deep Space Nine, so I guess that's something. Something. Immediatism Desert Episodes from Immediatism.com. These are 10 Immediatism episodes covering the entirety of Desert. I listened to the first, Forward and No Global Future, which comes in at 20 minutes long. For those who have already given Desert a go, here is your chance to revisit it in friendly, easy, less reading with your eyes, audiobook form. For those who haven't read Desert, are you oblivious or a literal child? Anyway, the first section deals with the provocative themes of revolutionary zeal's religious, i.e. Christian, nature, the fact that there is no unified global movement of any kind, radical capitalist or otherwise, and that as climate change continues to impact the world, it will likely create both zones of increased authority and zones of increased radical possibility, rather than a one-and-done collapse. For those interested, you can find an extremely well-written response to Desert by Alejandro de Acosta on the Anarchist Library, titled Green Nihilism or Cosmic Pessimism, which is also included in the book The Impossible Patience. Which is available on littleblackheart.com. Oh, oh my god. A Radio Bad News, Angry Voices from Around the World, episode 38, September 2020. Lots of parentheses. 49 <laughs> minutes from A Radio Berlin, the usual vignettes of international anarchist news, Moria refugee camp burns in Greece, Spanish anarchists create a group in response to a targeted anti-terror operation, 
struggles around squats in Leipzig. Oh, and some workers won some rights or something in the UK. They seem to keep doing that, but I'm not sure that things have really gotten better. Immediatism Boom Episodes from Immediatism.com. There are four episodes here, each featuring an essay from Aragorn's book Boom, which, quote, introduced for a modern anarchist audience the relevance of nihilism and the historic connections and disconnections between nihilism and anarchy, unquote. I only listened to the first episode on offer, What is Left, Nihilism versus Socialism, which is a 22-minute listen. In it, Aragorn identifies socialism's failure to break from enlightenment and progressive values, the outdated model of libertarian socialism, and the innovations of Russian nihilism. Boom! Non-Servium, sales going to Parisian Anarchist Library. 38 minutes from Non-Servium. Non-Servium appears to be a French, quote, electronalisme, sludge industriel, anonymat, et misanthropie, fuck off and die, unquote band. Here they are selling a live improvised set to support Le Fleur Arctique, an anarchist library in Paris. And to the question of does it doom, indeed it does. This week's podcast was sound edited by Greg. The What's New was written and read by Chisel and Greg. To learn more, anarchist and anti-political books, pamphlets, and other material are available at various places, including littleblackart.com. For news by and or about anarchists and up to the minute, commentary, see you at anarchistnews.org and or the Anarchist News IRC chat room linked on Anews. And whatever Pleroma is. And Pleroma!